3 to us on St. John, the Apostle and Evangelist, by Father Francis Selman. St. John was the youngest of the Apostles, the beloved disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and the only one of the twelve who remained with his Master all the way to the foot of the cross. He was the last to write a gospel, and the last of the apostles to die as an old man, still the bishop of Ephesus, around the year 100. With the writings of the last of the apostles, Revelation came to a close. We keep his feast day just two days after the birth of our Saviour, when we think of the great mystery of the Incarnation, for St. John was especially the evangelist of the Incarnation. He wrote the phrase, And the Word was made flesh, perhaps the most important sentence ever to have been written in history. I like to think that the reason why St. John had a special insight into the mystery of the Incarnation was because he was the disciple to whom Jesus entrusted his mother at the foot of the cross. Behold your mother. Thus teaching us all to look to Mary as our mother and the mother of the church. After all, no one was closer to Jesus than his mother, and no one had a deeper understanding of the Incarnation, what it was and is for the Son of God to be man, than the one in whom God became incarnate when she pronounced the words, Let it be done unto me according to thy word. St. John wrote his Gospel, he tells us, so that we might have faith, faith that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Many of these other signs, miracles, had already been recorded in the Synoptic Gospels of Matthew, Mark and Luke. The Gospel of St. John clearly differs from the first three so-called Synoptic Gospels, which have much in common with one another. First, unlike St. Matthew and St. Luke, St. John does not tell us about the human generation of Jesus as the Son of Man, descended in his human nature from Adam, but goes back to the very beginning before all time. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. St. John tells us about the divine generation of the Son within the Trinity, an eternal generation that goes on every moment as the Father always begets his Son. At a point in time, in human history, the Eternal Son became man. Around the middle of the last century, it seemed to many scholars, followed by many Catholics, that the emphasis on Jesus as the Son of God in the tradition of the Church 
had rather obscured his humanity. We had lost sight, so they thought, that he was truly man as well as God. The consequence was that in recovering sight of Christ's humanity, many forgot that he is also divine. St. John's Gospel, however, especially emphasizes that Jesus is the Son of God rather than the Son of Man, as in the Synoptic Gospels. The strange thing, though, is that the humanity of Christ is also very clear in St. John, for he is the evangelist of the Incarnation. This shows us that giving due attention to the divinity of Christ need in no way lessen our appreciation of his humanity. On the contrary, it is only in the light of his divinity that we can behold his humanity most clearly. As blessed John Paul II said, it is only in Christ that we fully understand what it is to be human. The divinity of Christ does not obscure but enlightens his humanity. And if we want to see him clearly as man, we shall remember that he is first God. It was the Word who already existed in the beginning who became flesh. St. John's Gospel differs from the three synoptic Gospels because he wrote about certain miracles and discourses of Jesus not recorded by the other three, only one of whom was one of the twelve, in the light of the resurrection and of the Holy Spirit. It is St. John who tells us that the Holy Spirit will lead the disciples into all truth and remind them of all that Jesus said. Thus the Catechism of the Catholic Church calls the Holy Spirit the memory of the Church. St. John was looking back at the end of a long life and certain deeds and words of Jesus stood out as highlights. St. John did not need to write over again what had already been told three times. He wrote, rather, to set right certain misunderstandings about Jesus Christ among the Gentiles and still among the Jews. First, there were some who denied that Jesus was really human or had truly come in the flesh. Others, the Ebonite sect and Corinthus, held that Jesus was just a man and not God. This is a widespread error today. Then Jesus seemed to the Jews to have been unduly severe. John replied that God sent his Son because he loves the world and he does not judge anyone, but we judge ourselves by not believing in the Son, the one whom the Father sent. St. John did not just write so that we might have faith, but through faith we might have life. He tells us about this life in the opening verses of his first epistle. It is the life which was in the Father and was made manifest in the Son, so that our communion might be with the Father and the Son. That is the important thing to notice. We can have communion of life with the Trinity even in this life when we first have faith in the Son of the Father who came into this world.
it is noticeable that Jesus frequently speaks of the kingdom of God in the other three Gospels, but only once in St. John, who replaces the kingdom with the concept of life. Christ is the bread of life that has come down from heaven. He is life itself. He came so that we may have life. This life is grace. St. John tells us that eternal life is not just something in the future, but we can have it even now. Eternal life is simply the kind of life that will go on forever, but can begin in this life. It is our communion with the Father and the Son, with their Holy Spirit, who proceeds from the Father and was sent by the Son. When he breathed the Holy Spirit on the Apostles, on the day that he rose from the dead to life again, with the words, Receive the Holy Spirit. Finally, the Gospel of St. John is also especially distinguished from the Synoptics by his emphasis on truth. Jesus is a man who speaks the truth. He is the truth. The Holy Spirit, sent by Jesus after he had been glorified, is the Spirit of truth. And St. John is the evangelist whose witness is true. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he tells the truth, that you also may believe. He was the only one of the apostles who saw Jesus die on the cross, and the water and blood that flowed from his pierced side. There is no greater love than love of the truth.